one. Don't be nervous. Go ahead. Welcome to a fresh episode of the Manic Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Riley, alongside my producer and the man that runs the Queen City Podcast Network. He's along with us today, Brian Paltashevich. How are you? Todd, I'm well. How are you? Good, man. Good to have you. I'm excited to have you. I'm yeah. a little nervous that you're here. This is fun. <laughs> um, yeah, it is fun to be here. Um, Taylor, uh, it bears mentioning, woke up with a scratchy throat. Yeah, we can't do that anymore. I told her, stay home. Yeah. Because that's not, yeah, it used to be, you know, come on, tough it up, rub yep. some dirt on it, you'll be fine. Those days are over. Though it's done. Nope. It's dead. We can't do that anymore at all. So if you have any problems at all, you have to stay at home. That's right. Um, because of the fear of everything else that would happen to everyone, all the rest of the world. And, you know, one sore throat can lead to what would happen before. <laughs> um, but it's good to have you here. I mean, we have podcasts together before. Yeah. We just haven't, you haven't done the whole manic podcast experience yet. So That's welcome. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm strapped in. I'm ready to go. Good, good. And I'm in a good mood today, which is, doesn't always happen. Usually we start off with whatever mood I'm in, which is normally stressed out or a little bit worked up. But I, I got off a boat this weekend. Um, I went and visited, actually yesterday, so I went and visited a friend of mine. Uh, I don't know what the, what the weather matches up your mood for that when you're listening to this. But I, uh, uh, something about being on the water just kind of calms me down. I even got teared up a little bit. I'm getting soft in my old age, Brian. <laughs> yeah, it happens to all of us. I am yeah. softening up so fast now with emotions and watching the, the kids tube on the water and have fun cruising on the water on a boat and a few beverages here and there like i don't want to drive the boat i uh, self-driving boats probably where i'm headed in life <laughs> you know and something like that so but i was it's i do like being on one it's a, just a good experience and I had a good time and i was surrounded by good people good beverages so um that puts me in a good mood and you can nice. put sunglasses on and hide your emotions right true so yeah you can and no one looks at you twice for having sunglasses no they don't not there like when i wear them inside it gets a little weird and my mine, mine are of pair off of a movie set which i just wanted to be cool enough to say that one time in my life but they're a little excessive but it's all i got right now for sunglasses i don't like spending a lot of money on sunglasses or shoes so right yeah i feel that some people are shoe guys or they like their style i just take whatever i'm gonna lose them all over the road you know so i just like to take them and keep them and for as long as i can have that pair of sunglasses and i kind of just wear it out and then i'll get a new one i bought gas station sunglasses i don't know if that's even cool at all i think i mean does it Keep your, I mean, you wear them to the job? shade your eyes from <laughs> yeah. the sun and, and to and to hide yourself from the world, right? Exactly. So, are they, fun, you know, are they functional in that way? Do they both do those things? Except for they're that's why these are too excessive because you can't hide from the world. You know, yeah, you, you have to have a low key pair, very bright yellow. Unless you're trying yeah. to be, then the other way to go with sunglasses is you're just trying to be excessive and you're just, you know, Elton John up there. Right. With <laughs> that's the what I was thinking. Too. Yeah, I don't know why that came <laughs> into my brain, but that definitely was the first person I thought of. And there's a lot of people that have them in entertainment or, or if you watch the Grammys and stuff like that, people like to dress up, which, um, yeah, so I go through like spurts of relaxation, I guess, is kind of what I'm thinking. Like, I, I we hang out some, but I we don't understand each other. Like I, every now and then I can get relaxed and then I, fight, I have it in spurts, but I'm not like a completely relaxed individual. And when, sometimes when I do get relaxed and I'm or like like this uh, going on the boat or whatever and going yeah. on like that, it it feels like I should stop being relaxed. Yeah, and I think yeah. that has a lot to do with me. I don't know if I've pandemic shaped that a little bit, but it feels like I shouldn't be allowed to be relaxed when I'm at, at times. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, I think so. It it does feel weird, and it's felt weird for the past couple of years to like 
to tell people that, you know, hey, yeah, things are going pretty well, or right. I'm relaxed, or I'm comfortable, or I'm not stressed out about something. Because for the past two years, for a variety of reasons, we've all been on our last nerve. Yeah. And so it does feel weird when people say, how are things going, to go, you know what, actually, things are going pretty well. Right. It, you almost feel bad for saying that. Yeah, because you're just assuming that, well, if there's someone like across the way is going through some stuff, or if you know yeah. someone's going through stuff, and then yeah. you're like, then they're like, well, how are you? And you still want to answer it honestly. You should still tell the truth. Otherwise, it's not a good relationship anyway. But like, you don't want to hurt someone's feelings by having, being better, having a better time than them right now. <laughs> The last thing you want to do is one up someone who just dumped yeah. a whole bunch of. <laughs> well, you know, you think your life is crap. Yeah, you, you, you about, don't have yeah. to keep doing that either. I hate when that happens. It goes the other direction, and it's like, well, this is what's going wrong with me. Well, this is what's going wrong with me. <laughs> I got it much worse than you. Yeah, that's not. We're all we're all going through stuff, so we're trying to navigate through that and go from there. And then when I was I was um, driving back from the uh, the the my buddy lives a couple hours south of here on uh, on Lake Murray and it's a beautiful huge lake which I haven't even got to see the whole thing yet that's how big it was but I was driving back and I've been spent so much time on the road I was having road stories I like remembered a situation yeah. like I haven't done that I've done that drive a few times but there's been times on the highway where I stop at the same gas station I was like oh I've been here before but I remember the time when I almost died from a piece of beef jerky while driving hmm. I was like. I was, I, 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 it's a little extra with the dying thing, but it's, you know how they have those little strings of beef jerky, like the string on the end of it. And I was yeah. eating a pack of beef jerky, driving like 85 on the highway yeah. and it got caught in my throat while driving. So I immediately scooped it out of my neck, rolled down the window, threw it out the window, rolled up the window and didn't even stop going 85. And it was okay. like the smoothest thing I've ever done by myself. <laughs> <laughs> it was realizing like I it just kind of just did save my own life, which I don't know how I'm still here sometimes with moments like the beef jerky almost takes you out. What else is next? And, and Dodge sneezes for two years, but it was uh, I've had so many that 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 day, and I think it was I, I remember it pretty well. I think it was West Virginia that I was going through at the time too, which is na navigating those roads. It's not like you're on stretch of highway in the Dakotas no. where you're going ninety and just straight down the highway. But I was thinking about that moment today and how many moments of that I've dodged. Do you have any like moments that stick out? Maybe not, but this is just a moment for me, I guess. And and because sometimes I can get narcissistic conversationally, accidentally. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but that's our. I mean, that's your experience. You don't. I don't have that same experience. Yeah, I was about to ask you, like, <laughs> what, what, what in your death experience? Have you ever just going back to the one up thing, one down thing? <laughs> I just remember that story. It just popped in my brain. I wasn't eating beef jerky any of the day. I was just on the highway listening to music. Yeah. And and I was like, man, I remember that. That was that was pretty intense. And now, did you actually like? Was it a? Did you just kind of feel it? Like going I couldn't down no, weird? I couldn't breathe or, at all. Oh God! Yeah. So you were like legit choking. Yeah, I was like, it hit the string had stuck down and pulled that piece of like beef jerky down into my throat, and then I like I caught my breath and like sucked it down there for a second. Oh God! This yeah. is kind of gruesome, huh? For this for your first, <laughs> and I just dug, but I happened to be able to dig my finger in there, and it wasn't Man. deep enough to where it like. I couldn't, yeah. So yeah, I would, otherwise, I would have been slamming my chest off the steering wheel or something <laughs> to get to out there. The yeah, try and just punch myself in the chest or slam, yeah. run into someone, just rear-end someone right away. <laughs> and that way, well, at least I saved my life and I got insurance. Just wow. smash into them. Then there's a piece of beef jerky on my windshield. Yeah. <laughs> what else? What's left of it? I wouldn't know what else I would have done. I would have had to pull over and do something, but it was just, it was a smooth, I just happened to get it out of there with the finger. Yeah. Like you're doing it like you were scooping it out of a dog's mouth or a kid's mouth yeah. or anything like that, but I just did to myself, chucked it out the window and didn't even slow down at all. And I was like, man, I wish, and I kind of wish someone else would have been there to see it. 
But now I'm explaining it so well on a podcast. This yeah, is beautiful. You definitely painted a picture. Yeah. <laughs> I painted a picture that some people didn't know they wanted to listen to today. But yeah, and I was like, I can get uh, more than accidentally narcissistic when it comes to conversation or just in life in general. And like, I don't think I am. But I mean, is that just being selfish? Is that what? Is this a different word for it? No, I don't think so. I think we. I think we. I mean, we're all sort of responsible, and we're all sort of only aware of our own experience, right? Right. So. So I can't tell you, you know, I mean, like, I can't go home and tell my wife the beef jerky story with the same <laughs> glamour, <laughs> detail or, awesome or, detail that I just did. Or enthusiasm that you just yeah. did because... The beef jerky story. <laughs> Who has one of those? I do. <laughs> because it wasn't my experience. I can yeah. only, I can only, I can only be enthusiastic over things that have happened to me, right? Right. So I don't necessarily think that's narcissistic. I think that's just our our vision of of what our life is and, and wanting to share our experience with other people. I think right. that's all that is. And then, and then well, during, I know because there's times in my life where I've been more narcissistic than others and like, uh, it's like accidentally, like especially during like a manic episode or something like that where I'm really wired up or paranoia will drive you to be narcissistic because you're just worried about everything else that's happening around you yeah. and you think it's something's happening to you. Like back when I was scared of technology and I didn't know that everybody was everybody's algorithm was listening to him and all that stuff. I thought it was just yeah. like happening to me because this yeah. was really early. I don't know. This was way before we talked about algorithms that much. This is right. before it was just all about coincidence. I would just say something out loud and it would show up in my phone. Yeah. And I was just like, would look at everyone else? Like what was going on? And then not talk about it and be like, well, I didn't know that the same thing is happening to whoever once says something about paper towels over here. Yeah. You know, yeah. But my um, I've been happy with my algorithm lately. Is that a relationship that we need to talk about now? Like our, our relationship with our algorithm? <laughs> yeah. My algorithm really gets me. Yeah, yeah. it does <laughs> right now. I'm in a good spot with it, especially music wise, because the playlist uh, and I, uh, the playlist was dialed in. When it gets dialed in, it's just, you feel good about that, or yeah. the commercials make sense actually, and they're not too creepy or weird where it's you don't know what's going on. But like it also the situation around the soundtrack changed. Like I was driving, listening to country music down the back roads or whatever, because I'm I grew up in a small town. I like country music, some of it, some mm-hmm. of it's a little bit rough now. But as soon as I hit traffic when I got to Charlotte, I was like, this playlist doesn't make sense anymore. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I shouldn't be listening to country music during stuck in traffic and angry. I was like, I need to like grunge, yeah. or rap or something like that <laughs> while you're in traffic. You don't want to be listening to Luke Combs while you're while you're also road raging. You know, you're supposed yeah, to be driving down a back road or something, or on a boat or whatever. Or like, because the soundtrack it, it's there for a reason. That's why movies have soundtracks. That's why we we have our own soundtrack to our life. That's why we have our playlists and stuff. Yeah, but. It just didn't. As soon as I hit traffic, I was like, "This doesn't make sense anymore." No, <laughs> let's change it. And I didn't change it because I was like, "Let me ride it out and see if it gets better." But I was like, "No, being stuck in traffic, I see that red on the GPS, and I'm stuck there, and it says plus nine minutes, or somebody got an accident, or whatever." And I'm like, back in the in the city, and I was like, "Country music just doesn't quite make sense right now." Yeah, I get that. Yeah, and it was just <laughs> what song moment. does make sense for Charlotte? Like as you're pulling into Charlotte, what song do you want? What to hear? song? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I was thinking that Charlotte is in, in the South, but it's not country. I don't know. Like, but maybe it is outside of it. Um, but I, when I think of like countries all spread out, Charlotte's become like a trying to become like a pretty big city. But what yeah. song should I listen to coming into Charlotte? I don't know. We have to get back to you on that one. Yeah. I'm trying to like I have a bunch going through my head. But what would make sense? Um, some sort of probably. I don't know if a rap song makes sense or not. I don't know. I want. I think I want to go with that something cool, like an intro song, because uh-huh. since I've been here, because now I'm putting my experiences into why what I think Charlotte should be. But I've been here for a while now, and I've started doing stand up here, so I have a lot of entertainment ties to this city, like as far as I th- what I think of it as. Mm-hmm. 
So I would think of some some sort of intro music. So yeah. like whatever intro music I which I don't ever have a on my everybody has their intro music lined up on stage like that's one of the things they need and I've never really had any. Yeah. So uh, I think whatever song I could come up with my intro would be the song that I would play driving into okay. Charlotte. All right. But I don't know if that encompasses everyone's experience. And like, all right, here's one song that that's gonna fit for every everyone. Like, what is a Charlotte song? I don't I don't know. Maybe that's part of it. Yeah. Because Charlotte's different, and it's, I don't know what what defines it that much. But I do enjoy it, and and, and the city, and the city always looks beautiful. Then when you pull into it. Yeah, it, yeah, it really does. You start to see up. it, like yeah. Emerald City type stuff, man. Yeah. It's great, and so, um, but it always looks good. And then, but then you once you see a city or whatever, if you've been to a city before, I've done not enough to travel, like uh, mostly driving. But you drive into a city that you've been before, you're like, all right, we're back here again, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like if you're driving in Chicago, or if I'm driving into Cleveland, which is different because it's only an hour north of where I grew up. I have a different feeling for that, but I don't know if every city every city should have a different intro song. Then probably too, huh? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. We're gonna have to come up with a list. <laughs> you will have to come up with a. There's your homework list. for the next show. Pick ten. Pick. I don't <laughs> even know if I can do ten city, ten cities or whatever. Well, how many should I do? Five. Start with start with three. Three cities, <laughs> and then work it my way up. It's so daunting. Yeah, I would, uh, what I'll do is just, which is fun because it's an excuse to listen to music, yeah. and then get get a little, get in a good mood, listen to music, whatever it takes for you to get in a good mood, and then just type, picture yourself driving into the city and be like, all right, does this work or not? Yeah, yeah. Just a typical sound guy, you know, just making it happen. <laughs> um, I'm trying. I, I had I had a well, on the trip. Uh, the guy, my buddy with the boat, once once me wanted me to drive the boat, and I didn't want to do that because it's not mine. Because I've just been like. I don't know, like it was someone else's stuff and like me touching things lately is like I've been trying to avoid making any mistakes on anybody on my own life, let alone someone else's. So I'm not really into like driving someone else's boat. But I just wonder if I'm if that's because I'm just seeing too many problems with stuff right now in my brain instead of seeing like the fun that I could have doing it, which I get like that sometimes. Um, I like it better when I'm when I definitely maybe I'm getting a little older too. But when I was younger, I was like, do I would find the fun in it and like just do yeah. it, just do it. And now I'm just, and even like my mom would say something like, well, just do the pros and cons. I'm like, I just constantly see cons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's a phase I'm going through right now or like if touching stuff or doing because if you make me do stuff, then I, sometimes it turns out good. Other times it takes. I don't know if I told the bidet story yet, but of trying to put a bidet together and then I started to do that and then the then the, you got the plumbing issue with the toilet and then I'm just if I didn't have to put that in there we wouldn't have had you know, right. that line of, nor, but normally it's an easy thing for most people but as soon as I start touching something I'm afraid it's going to make it worse before it gets better so then I'm just like how much worse can it get when I do this should I do it or not to make it worse before it gets better <laughs> or should I just make it leave it how it is it's good right now yeah. so um, I do that over analyzing this with stuff and doing stuff and I don't really I don't really like the fact that I'm doing that right now, um, I don't know if that defi- if that's going to be a consistent thing. I don't know, but like lately, I've just been kind of like shutting things down and not experiencing it. Like the float story I've told on here a couple of times when I lost my mind, uh-huh. and then I didn't lose my mind, but I was just it was just yeah. an overall crazy experience, and I just didn't handle it very well. So we talked about it, but so like I don't I I got to kind of sh- I wanted that moment where I just kind of want to shift my brain back to maybe the younger version of me. It's like just go for it more. Yeah, I think that's. I think that go for it more attitude definitely lends itself to younger as opposed to older. Yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody a couple of weeks ago, and we were kind of talking about like focusing on the negative and 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 you know and like why we do that. Right. Like, there's the thing with with uh, standups. You know, you could be 
in a room with 400 people, everyone's having the time of their lives, but there's that one guy in the middle of the room with his arms crossed who's frowning. Right. You know, and you'll get off the stage and you'll be like, God, I couldn't make that one guy laugh. 399 other people were having a great time and laughing. Right. But you're like, that one guy, what's his deal? Why couldn't I reach him? And this uh, person that I was talking to said that our brains are, are wired for survival. Okay. Right. So uh, our brains don't look at the, the 399 people who are laughing as a threat. Right. So, and so that's why we focus on the one guy who's not laughing. Right. Or the one thing, you know, oh, this thing was better before. Or it's going to be better once I get this job done, but right now it's it's broken or I've ruined it or whatever. Exactly. So yeah. we think that way because that's our brains are wired to keep us safe, either emotionally or physically. Okay. So I'm just trying to be safe. Right. <laughs> and so your brain is protecting you by focusing on this thing that it perceives as a threat, as opposed to how awesome is this bidet going to be? Right. When I install it successfully, which I'm thinking you probably did, end up right? eventually getting there. But yeah. being safe is lame, but it's also like necessary, like necessary at us, times. Yeah. yeah. So that's like it's, I think that's maybe that's why I'm going back and forth with the fact that I'm doing it, but I'm also being kind of lame while I'm doing it. And then <laughs> someone else is like, well, "Why aren't you just doing it?" And then it's like, I don't know right now. Right now, I, and I didn't, I don't, I just didn't like that. Like I've done that a couple of times. Maybe I should have just hopped over and just did it or whatever. And then I was just you know. And go from there, but I get the the wiring for it, and I get the one person in the audience thing. But I just mm-hmm. think when I see that one person, I think there's got to be more. He can't be the only one having out of four hundred. <laughs> and I'm like, how many people are in there like that? It sounds good in here, you know. If you know if you're getting laughs, especially if there's four hundred people there, you know if you oh, got yeah. laughs or not. Yeah. Um, and some comics have different views of what's crushing and what's not crushing. But to me, it's <laughs> the majority of the people in that laughing at the same time because it's yes. supposed to be supposed to be one one brain or one the audience is moving in the same direction at the same time. That's why if you make them laugh at once or you can make them groan a little bit, it's kind of the same, almost the same feeling a little bit because you you drove them in that direction. Right, right. And so I, when I do see the one dude, I either, like, if he's sitting up front or whatever, like, eventually, uh, at the end, if there's been one person that sits there the whole time and doesn't do anything, at the end, I might bring it up and just be like, man, this dude hasn't laughed one time. Yeah. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm having, and then sometimes I'll be like, oh, I'm having a great time. I was like, well, you, you just look like you're not, which I get that sometimes, too, because I don't have the face of a comic where I'm out, like, just smiling all the time like the Joker. Right. But, right. um because I get in, I people because I, I have different personalities and stuff. I'm not always on, mm-hmm. you know. So like I'll get accused of like not just being looking like I'm not having a good time when I am, and um, or I'm just knee deep in deciding what not to do. <laughs> Again, do I do this? Do I not yeah. do this? But I like the the aspect of what you brought there as far as the, why I'm trying to do it that way. But I'm also. Yeah. I try not to be as lame, as lame old guy that doesn't do anything anymore. But I don't want to be the guy that's in his fifties taking his shirt off at a college football game or anything like that. But I still want to, I still want to be <laughs> like the guy that's working. having a good time. Yeah, yeah. But having a good time changes. It does. Right from your twenties to your thirties to your forties to your fifties. <laughs> trust me. Having a good like, there's a lot of stuff now that I would have done in my twenties that I am definitely not going to do. Then now that I'm in my fifties, right? Okay. So, so that, but it, it also because of not only um, for endurance reasons, 
but you know, for safety reasons, I'm not yeah. going to go. Uh, health reasons. <laughs> We're getting yeah, health. for health yeah. reasons, I'm not going. <laughs> we can't say it. We're getting older, <laughs> but it's the truth. For uh, cut back on to to one cigarette a day or whatever <laughs> instead of the whole two packs that I smoked in my twenties because I was brave. Yeah. But yeah, I, I get I get that. I just try, I guess I'm trying to keep the gap like yeah. smaller with the with the. I don't want to be. I don't want to act like I'm 80 and, and you know with where I'm at now and then just do well, and, and, like that. I don't want to be the old guy that just gets holed up and just is like doesn't. I can't walk outside today because it's going to be you know the last day yeah. <laughs> if I leave this chair. So I don't want to get that bad. But somewhere between that and then not driving the boat, somewhere in between those yeah. two things. But, uh, and that's the only example I'd come up with right now is the boat thing because it's just fresh and I just didn't like. I was like trying to think of something. So yeah. I've done more stuff like that recently and I'm just. Yeah. And then I had a jo- worked these jobs for a while, and you're working a job. Someone tells you to do something, you go, you go do it, and it's just like I don't want to do it, or this is going to be bad, and then you just knock it out and get it done. And you're yeah. like, well, maybe I should have just done it in the first place. Yeah, but I, done it I think I wouldn't have done it as well if I didn't see all the negatives that could possibly, and not all of them. Like the people sometimes talk about, you want to, I'm going to collect my thoughts. I was like, I don't want to collect all of yeah, them. Yeah, no, I don't. <laughs> now, I'm not just saying they're all inappropriate or anything. I'm saying there's some of them that are misfires up there, and I don't, don't want to have to deal with all every thought that I have. I also just don't want to be in this position. Where I guess I'm trying to get at is where I'm just seeing all the negative things that happen with doing something. Mm-hmm. I mean, I want to see them and, and adjust to them, but I just I'm kind of tired of seeing all of those happen. And I want to wrap my brain around maybe some more positive, maybe some more pros yeah. than the cons yeah. always outweighing the pros. Yeah. So, which is easy to do if you're, especially if you're wired or you're over-caffeinated or your brain's firing, maybe you got some bad drugs that weekend, I don't know, or some good drugs, but your brain is, or you're ayahuasca-ing and you're having a life-changing <laughs> moment, but it's like, I just, I, I, I want to try and do better with it. Is this like a podcast about building positivity? I don't know, but right now I kind of like want to add that back in, because I think the yeah. levels are a little bit off right now. Yeah. I, I, w- was your not wanting to drive the boat, was that a sense of responsibility because it was someone else's boat? Yeah, pretty much. And you know, if something happens, it's going to be expensive or somebody could get hurt. Yeah, it was just me and him, but yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I didn't want to do anything wrong. And like, I was cool with the fact that I'm just like, dude, you've been driving this boat for 400 hours now. Yeah. Like, and it's your, it's your boat. There's no reason for me to be over there because I'm having a great time right where I'm at, too. Yeah. I don't know so that I would drive that. the boat either, and that's not a sense of, like, I'm too old to be driving a boat. Right. It's just I have no interest in it. First, first of all, I probably wouldn't have even been on the boat. Okay. If I'm really? Honest. Yeah, not a boat guy. All right. Yeah. Even if it's flat water and just, like, it's just completely flat. I mean, what, do you, what are we doing on the boat? We're just cruising around the water, and then we're going to stop and chill and, you know, have a beverage, take in the scenery, look at the houses, go fill it up with gas. And then <laughs> and then later on, we took the kids out, and they tubed. Like, the kids had fun. The kids having fun. I was yeah. like that creepy old guy that was like, yeah, yeah rock man. hands and, like, yeah. trying to get the kids fired up. And they're just having a blast. And I'm just like, oh, that would have been fun when I was 10. Now I'm just right, watching exactly. kids yeah. have a great time. But um, I didn't know. That, I, I, I guess I should know that there's there's not boat people out there. Yeah, no, never, never. I Not mean, I can't say I never have been. So we, we we grew up a little bit around water from Michigan. There's a crap load of yeah, lakes yeah, in Michigan. Of course. Stuff. But like, it's, we knew people who had boats. We would go tubing sometimes with some folks behind boats and stuff like that. But this is like when I was a kid. Right. Okay. After a while, you know, you wipe out at, you know, 50 miles an hour on a tube in your 20s even. You're going to, that, that's, you, you're going to get hurt. <laughs> there's yeah. just, there's a, you're going to lacerate a spleen or... You know, separate a shoulder or something, something like that. And the older, like I can't imagine being on a tube now. 
that, that's no, I didn't do that either. Like I didn't. I just kind of uh, well, the kids are durable. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, durable. exactly. They'll they're, be fine. They're, but I, yeah, no boating. I, I feel like I did it. I'm good. Okay. I like getting out there on, but it's got to be like I don't want to be on a boat on an ocean that much. I don't think about doing cruises. I don't think about going out deep sea fishing because it's too many. Like I, my cons of that are like just getting sick or the motion sickness and all that stuff. And like being on the ocean, I'd rather be by the beach on the ocean and, mm-hmm. and on, on a lake. Although I'll go on a boat. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with like uh, that's pretty much where I'm at with it. I guess. I'd go on like a pontoon boat where you can just kind of hang out, you know, get a yeah. group of people, have some drinks, maybe a cheese plate. Oh, charcuterie? Is that a thing? <laughs> a little charcuterie. A boat charcuterie? Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to go on a cruise. I have zero interest in going on a cruise. Because they talk about working them, and like, you got to do this to get on cruises to work them, and yeah. I just haven't really... And then the money with working cruises and uh, what it does to your brain and being on a boat like that and yeah. entertaining and then going back to a little cubicle every yeah. night. I don't know. I didn't really get into it, so... Um, and I also like had motion sickness as a kid, like mm-hmm. Dramamine. The first time I was on a deep sea, they, they, it doesn't matter. The boat's too big. Everybody always has the same phrases that they use when it comes to using a cruise. Talking about, I mean, not using a cruise, but talking about going on a cruise yeah, yeah, yeah. or doing anything. Like there's the same top three phrases that most people use, and one of them is it's too big of a boat. But I, it's still, you can I, still I can, yeah. and I don't want to be the guy that's like spends a lot of money, goes on vacation, gets sick. Here we are back doing the same stuff. Where I was like, well, I'm weighing the pros and cons of going on a cruise yeah. versus not, but. Um, I don't. I don't really need need to. Mm-hmm. Maybe I do one day or try one or something. Um, but I don't. It's not something that's on like my bucket list. Yeah. No. And also the, the like um, the footage I've seen of people like you know, hey, let's go out and hang out by the pool on this big you know ocean. And there's a million people in the pool. Oh yeah. And you're like, why? Why? Why am I here? I'd rather. I'd rather go to Vegas than go on a cruise. Oh, me too. Mm-hmm. You get kind of the same experience. You get all the food, you get the booze, you get the gambling, you get the pool, you get the whatever you want, and you're in Vegas. So you can go from ship to ship to ship, and then, yeah. <laughs> you know, and get a different experience. But I, I don't. I have zero. If it's a cruise that's like going to a specific place that I haven't been, and I can spend some time at that place, then, then that's hop, one thing. But yeah, I, and then yeah. do some excursions or something, yeah. then hop on and go somewhere else or something like yeah. that. Because I got a buddy who scuba dives, and I was like, well, that'd be. I guess if you're into that, that would be fun. Yeah, sure. But I don't want to go. I don't want to do that. I just yeah, so, I'm also not what scared. am I going to do all the time now? <laughs> it's just you can only drink so much, you know, and you just don't. But I don't want to live. I, that's why I guess why we're talking about it is kind of all. It's all kind of about the pros and cons of stuff. I'm just mm-hmm. tired of seeing too many cons in my brain. Yeah. yeah. Is there a way as you think about these things? So, like, you know, your buddy says, "Hey, you, hey, do you want to drive the the boat?" Yeah. As you, as you're going through that sort of mental math, and you're like, it, it, it happens in a split second. Yes, I'm sure. Where so you're fast, like, yeah, yeah and, and and you've got a list immediately of right. You know, here's why I don't want to do it. Here's what I might enjoy about it. Right. Is there a way in that process to sort of change your thinking? That's from what I'm asking. From like, <laughs> I don't know. Because like, there's always there's always a reason to not do something. Well, the extreme. Right. Not to interrupt you, but the extreme would be just to go to the other angle, which is I've done too, is just do it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't even think about it. Just do it. So that's like the one. I think I go back and forth between the person that's got too much, too much cons to the guy that goes, "I'm just going to do it then." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then whatever happens, happens. Yeah. And there's not as that much. I mean, I don't want to lose all of that because I just deciding when to get to do that is is how you how you live life. But uh, what to do, how to do it, how does this fit my personality, and then should I just do it or should I, you know, yeah, plan it it better? What if go for it? 
that whatever it is in your head that goes, well, what if I crash it into a, a another boat? Well, what if you don't crash it into another boat? Then you know you're having a perfectly good time. You can say you drove a boat, and everyone's yeah. fine. Everything's fine. So yeah, kind which of, which is probably what would have happened. Not, yeah, not, of because there's not boats out there. But at the yeah. same time, it's like I don't want. The, I didn't want all the responsibility of it, and I know how much work has gone. And then you're like, then you start thinking about well, there's so much work that's gone into this, being able <laughs> to have this boat. It's not my boat. I don't. I, if something happens to it, I don't know if I can you know take care of it. It's not mine. And then all this other stuff. So it's just like, no, man, I'm just gonna chill here. I get that. Yeah, I think that the it's that switch. I think you just have to like in mid thought just change your mindset to well, what if I do it and I have a good time? Yeah, I think that's yeah. what. Yeah, you're right. And, and, and as long it as needs you're to be doing a conscious it, thing. Yes. Yeah. Like, what if I just do it and have fun? Yeah. So yeah, and then so, so that's how you can take one situation, a small situation, and turn it into a giant half hour podcast. <laughs> Well, well played. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I, uh, I'm having fun though. It's um, I don't know because I just these things happen. I'm trying to relate how you know to other decisions and stuff like that, and what I do with my stand-up career and stuff like that, growing, growing all this stuff. And it's just like when you get the relationships involved, and you're and you're around trying to make all these decisions. It's like I I want my brain dialed into like making the best decisions. And not just not just the extreme of one end of going for it, which I deal with extremes a lot with my lovely brain, the ups and downs and twists of life and stuff like that. Of just just going for it and doing it, yeah. versus not just not doing it because you're overwhelmed with the fact it could be negative. Right, right. So mixing this stuff in the middle, and then trying to find the balance of. I mean, when you're dialed in and you're doing like I should have done that, that was great. Oh, I didn't do that, that was great. And you get those choices. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of reason. We don't talk about the pandemic too much, but that's a lot of reason. A lot of reason quarantine was so crazy for everyone because you didn't get to decide whether or not you had where it could be social or not. You didn't get right. to make that decision. Right. It's taken out of your hands, and then people are like, well, "But I want to go to the brewery today, yeah. or whatever." You know, I'm lo- I'm lonely. I can I want to yeah. get out and get out of the house, but I can't because the decision's been made for me. And then people are like, "Well." You don't get you don't. That's dangerous because someone else is making the decisions for your life. You know. Yeah. yeah. But uh, um, yeah. And I don't. And so maybe we're starting to break back out of that. Maybe that whole quarantine. I'm not blaming everything on my personality on the quarantine, but I definitely think I don't know how much longer. I think I even brought this up last week. How much longer we get to talk about that affecting us? But it was a pretty big, major thing. Um, I'm sure there's still people talking about. I mean, a pandemic, um, there's still people probably, obviously, not probably, but if, if they've been through something traumatic in wars, that's going to hold with them forever. Mm-hmm. So I just don't know how long we get to keep saying, like, this quarantine affects us, but it did. And it's affected me to where I think my social aspects have changed a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to get those, I think I'm trying to get those back. Yeah. And and, and still be, old, like, the same age that I am and all that stuff. But I still, I'm still trying to, I think I am still have a hangover from that to try and get back socially to what I was doing beforehand, which was mostly I'll just go anywhere and do whatever. Right, right. I think we've all, I think we've all been through some trauma. Yeah. Right? It's related to the pandemic. Right. right? I, it, I mean, even if, you know, I, knock on wood, have not had COVID yet, you know, I think we're all going to get it eventually. But so far, for two and a half years, I've managed to avoid it. Wow! Somehow, I don't know how. I'm apparently superhuman. Yeah, bud. But but uh, no cruises. We all know a bunch of people. <laughs> I probably know more people now who have it or who are just getting over it than I knew for the like first two years when the pandemic was running rampant. Okay, so you didn't know as many people, but you just saw numbers of it and stuff. Yeah, I still knew lots of people who got it right. over the course of those two years, but now I feel like it's more, because we're all behaving like it's like it's over, for the mo- a lot of us are, th- that 
um, and we're all, you know, hopefully boosted and, and, you know, or have established some sort of herd, herd immunity or whatever, but we're, where it's not, I mean, we're still losing like 3,000 people a week in, the, really? in the United States. So which I don't is like, at the numbers. Which is like a 9-11 every week. <sighs> but um, we, 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 where, where, um, it's, it's, it's manageable on an individual basis for the most part now. Right? Yeah, we're managing the fear better too. Yeah. Right, because mm-hmm. there was a, yeah. a little bit. Because, yeah. I mean, well, I guess, I don't know if we're managing it better, but we're just not adhering to the, the fear of going yeah. out and getting it or whatever. But, um, and I don't want this to be too much of a COVID talk, but I just, I just wonder how long the hangover is and if it's going to be uh, forever. Like, Cause it was pretty, in, I mean, as long as I can remember it, it was a very intense thing. But I think yeah. socially, I'm trying, I'm, I think I'm going through that stuff of going, still going back out and wanting to make the right decision with going out and who, who to hang out with and where to go and how yeah. to have fun around gigs. Cause if I get a gig, I'm like, I'll go do the gig. Yeah. I just, that's just how, how I've always been. Um, yeah. I mean, the offers need to get better, but. <laughs> <laughs> But I, if I get a gig offer, then I'm usually going to take it and make it work. I rarely, if I cancel, it's because I have another gig or a different, a better yeah. one. But it's like just picked up a show Saturday from the fallout, so I'm excited about that. Yeah. But um, trying to get more of those on the schedule. But uh, yeah, so I guess we're just trying to work through how to make good decisions. I think so. Yeah, or or the decisions that are right for us in the moment. And yeah, for us in the right. moment that's, is the best yeah. way to put it, right yeah. there. Actually, well said. And because that's and, and for me, I'm just kind of over just trying to decide how I can wrap my brain around being better with with um, doing stuff and deciding where to go and what to do, as long as you can afford it, of course, right? But like there, there's that factor in, and, and, and there's all these other factors with going and doing stuff for the next step. And just uh, when you, things start to get stressful and stressed out like that, I want to still be able to manage my thoughts and manage my pros and cons better and make a good decision even when I'm stressed. Because when I'm stressed, I've been known to make not the best decision maker. Sure. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, and then also get overly stressed. And, you know, and then, of course, with the swings that I deal with and, and whatnot um, that are, are good right now. But because um, I'm doing the proper steps to make sure that I'm consistent on everything. Right. Um but I've been known to be super stressed, and, and that's why it's called the Manic Podcast. Like, I've, one of the reasons. And when, I just don't want to fall into that because then, because that can be one of two ways. It's usually either all positive or all negative, or it's a combination of all of it at once, and you're just overwhelmed and you can't make the right decision. So, um, I'm trying to avoid that right now. And even we're taking a small situation of something just driving someone's boat versus like every decision yeah. I'm making right now, I'm in the same mental state. So, I'm trying to line it up. Yeah. So whatever we do next, whatever I do tomorrow, if I eat ice cream tonight, if I don't, like, I just want to be in the proper brain space to make, like, good choices for myself. Because then, you're, you know, you want to factor in what's your five-year plan, what's your seven-year plan. I've never been good at those. Because yeah. a lot of things change uh, real fast. And, and, and then it's also, like, I have had the same goals in mind for a long time. I'm just navigating through the career and trying to get it to the next level. So the podcast makes it fun. Stand-up makes it fun. But um, I would like to do more of that, and I'm trying to make sure my brain is capable of putting on a good show, you know, or putting on a good podcast, or putting right. on good, good anything, like being entertaining around people. Because there for a while, um, I, I've been I've been known to be weird around people, yeah. awkward at times, and it's I feel it too. Like so that's yeah. what people should know is like sometimes when you say that guy's being weird, like the, the, he knows he's being weird. Sometimes, <laughs> not all the time. Not every person that's being weird knows they're being weird. But there's times where you're like, man, I'm being really weird right now. Yeah. 
and everyone else and no one wants to talk about someone being weird they just avoid it and they like do the generic conversation like yeah. that's one thing i joke about on stage it was to talk about how small talk kind of died in the pandemic like we don't have to do it anymore mm-hmm. i didn't know that you didn't have to do it for years i thought <laughs> you had to respond I thought you had to say if someone says the weather's nice today you just say yeah it's nice <laughs> or whatever the gener- generic conversation was but then one moment during the pandemic it, this dude comes down to check his mail and he's like pretty far away it's an apartment complex so the mailbox is pretty close to each other or we're in the same room he's like six foot rule huh and I just looked at him checked my mail walked by him but never said anything nice. and I felt glorious <laughs> nice <laughs> I don't That's even awesome. know if glorious is the right word for no, it I felt way too I was smiling way too much and giggling to myself that's the first time I've ever done it I've always been a small talk guy every yeah. every yeah. cashier that I've ever met was was a one-liner I was trying to get, that's how it started, was me going to gas stations in the morning after work and then just trying to make that person laugh and, and, and every day. <laughs> and then and then so the elevator pitch or whatever they called it for yep, a long yep, time, yep. if you're familiar. And then uh, I was just doing that all over the world, and now now I've changed. <laughs> I don't have Never to. again. No, I'd rather, if it's unique small talk, if you want to get right into a conversation and have like a real, now I'm not saying you got to go and just talk about politics and religion right out the gate. Hey, yeah. nice to meet you. What do you think about Biden? But it's like... <laughs> But if you want to go into like a regular conversation outside the generic stuff, I'm more than happy to do that. Mm-hmm. I'll jump into that rather than to jump into the generic three sentences that people say over and over again when they first talk to someone. And one one that bothers me sometimes, this is what really grinds my gears, no one that bothers me is if you ask me how I am, how are you, yeah. I answer you, and then I ask you how you are, and then you don't say anything. <laughs> I think that is so is this, is yeah, that rude. Least, yeah. I don't know. It just bothers me because it's just like I t- took the time to tell you how I was. I answered your question. Now I need to know how you are so we can move the conversation forward. And it's usually just someone working. They just say, hey, how are you? I'm like, yeah. good, how are you? And they're like, boop, boop, <laughs> ring me out. I'm like, but seriously, I know you're working, but how are you? You all right? And I think Segura does a bit about that too, but I, mm-hmm. about like answering it properly and stuff like that. So I won't probably tackle it on stage, but I just don't like it when it happens. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but there is that weird, like, I know that you know that I know that you don't really care how I am. Right, there's always, there's going <laughs> right. to be that, yeah, And I guess. you know that I know that you know that I know that I don't really care how you are. So we're not even going to try it all. Yeah, I, did, I mean, why at this point? Why, it's a safe assumption. Everyone is, is swimming in a river of shit. Of course. So, so It's glorious. Why, 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 why even bother... Then we never have a conversation ever. Then okay, <laughs> great. I'm, I'm so you're that. okay with that? See, I'm just learning that yeah, that's okay. a possibility. I always <laughs> thought a conversation like everybody was possible to have a good conversation, but now I'm realizing it's not possible for everyone, of course. But like, I want better conversations, and because now that we're back out there, I think a lot of people are still worse at talking to people than they were before, or they or they like like we just talked about, they've changed their perspective on what a, conver- a good conversation is, or yeah, how think, to do the expectations of having a conversation. Yeah, I think we've lost a lot of that s- s- sort of social grace in the I last agree. year. People have just forgotten how to do it, or they've forgotten what it is to be polite, or to not be a jerk, or to you know because they were shut in their house for a year and then you know off and on and some people still aren't going out and so they're they're not capable to, capable of being social anymore right or being even even on the surface social then yeah and then there's also the perspective of I don't want to fake it anymore yeah or or yeah which is kind of where I think I'm, I'm I don't want to fake it anymore 
I think maybe that's where I'm headed. It's exhausting. Faking it is hard, man. It was. They just fake it till you make it type thing. Come on. <laughs> maybe I don't know what I'm talking about because they haven't made it yet. But uh, the fake it thing is just exhausting. I'd rather just be, and it's easier. I guess I just rather take my lumps with me being myself, mm-hmm. and then like then then to have try and fake it, and then then lose, or have try and fake it, and even gain anything from it. And then you don't have to consistently fake it. But um, I've taken lumps with that with bookings. I've taken lumps with that sure. with worth working with people, and and I've been the weird guy in the green room. I've been the guy that was too confident in the green room. I've been <laughs> every every dude that's been possible to be in the yeah. green room. I've besides creepy has been well maybe a mm. sentence here and there, but. Yeah. But that was an accident, and also someone else made it creepier. But um, <laughs> I really avoid creepy as much as possible. I'd rather be weird than creepy. Yeah. We're all wow. Um, we're all. Is your intro music to Charlotte? <laughs> we're all in that position now too. I think we're like if we went out of the house as who we really are, like we'd all be that weird guy or that weird person. True. Right. Well, because we're true. all putting on a front when yeah. you leave the house. Somewhat. Yeah, I think so. Just I whatever you're wearing. I mean, I, I yeah. guess, but I don't. I think that. I think I've kind of lost that ability to put on that front when I go out, um, unless I'm just faking having a good time, which I, because something else is going on in my brain, because you know, you know, or whatever else I'm dealing with on yeah. top of it. Yeah. I can the way you fake it till you make it. For me, the best way I've ever f- been able to fake it is pretending to have a good time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I just I can do that, or I can have a good time for that minute, and then I'm just right back into being consumed by the other stuff that we've been talking about. Right, right. Um, which I don't like that either, but I can definitely fake having a good time. Yeah. Um, but I also like having a good time, and I want to have a good time. And actually, the goal of it is to have a good time. It's just, and also, like, just depends on how much other stuff you're factoring into the equation of is this a good time or not because you're allowed to have a good time when like we think like, we're wrapping it back to what we talked about with someone else is going through worse stuff like if I'm, am i allowed to have a good time while someone else is not having a good time <laughs> right <laughs> it's all the same it's a lot man it's a lot yeah, to think about I'm wrapping this is why this is the manic <laughs> podcast experience of wrapping our head around decision making but it's um i'm trying i try i guess i'm just talking about it because i'm trying to get back to not exactly how i was when i was younger but or before the pandemic but how much of a difference has that made in my ability to be social mm-hmm. so or how my approach my more of my not ability because i can i'm lucky enough to be able to do shows on on a dime whenever i need to and and can put together a good show and all that stuff so i can do it but um i can put on a good time at anywhere Mm-hmm. But I just want to decide how much of it I want to actually show having a good time because if you're a com- if you're considered a comic or you're you're supposed to be the person that's able to have a good time all the time and if you don't something people already assume something's wrong which it probably is but mm-hmm. do you really want to get into that or you just want to go back into faking and have a good time and yeah. worry about it later? Yeah, I think probably. I think it depends. Like if you need help, yeah, you know, and somebody is genuinely, you know, approaching you. True. Then I would hope that you would want to say, "Hey, yeah, yeah, here's what's going on. I, you know, I need a hug. Whatever." Yeah, I usually (laughs) overshare anyway, but like I'm the king of oversharing. But like, because someone asks me what's going on, or if I'm close enough to you, I'll tell you everything that's going on that I think's going on, and it's it's all like, well, I didn't want all that, but (laughs) (laughs) whoa, (laughs) whoa, I just meant, are you okay today? That's really (laughs) I wanted to know. Like, I didn't need to know all every all your relationship issues at this moment in time, but I'm, I guess I'm glad I asked. I don't know. But yeah, this I guess the topic of today is mostly just trying to make the wrapping around like social decisions and making good stuff and trying. I'm just trying to be myself, mm-hmm. 
mm-hmm. and have still have a con- like have the right type of time, like have a good time or have a bad time if it's a bad time, like the floating experience I've mentioned a few times. It was if you haven't listened to the, all the podcasts, it's on one of the episodes, so you have to now. But it was it was just me overreacting, and we and someone else had had a great time that day. The other people had a great time that day, but I, from my perspective and my day, it was not fun for me. Yeah. So it's kind of like we're encompassing that into everything now, and I'm kind of like, am I being too much? Am I just too wired right now? Um, do I need to change the playlist up? All those <laughs> questions are basically what we're talking about yeah. today. Yeah, I think it's all just it's all about comfort, right? Like uh, being comfortable with who you are, being comfortable True. with your own skin, and being comfortable with who you're with, being comfortable with the environment that you're currently in. Yeah. You know, it's kind of all about that, right? And if any one of those things goes south, it, then that's a, that's your brain wired to protect you in any given moment that goes, whoa, wait a minute. You know, I'm having a great time on the boat. You know, I'm with a guy I like a lot, my, my, my friend. Right. You know, we're having a couple of beers. This is all great. You want to drive? Whoa, wait a minute. No, yeah. no, I don't want to. This is no. Me- we're talking about day. measuring comfort now, too. Like, yeah, how am I, I, so. I measuring yeah. comfort correctly? Am I like, is there one way to do it? But I don't think there is. I think there's a lot mm-hmm. of different ways to measure your own comfort level. Yeah. And I'm just trying to talk about me trying to work through mine. Yeah. And how it made me uncomfortable, like you said, to drive to even yeah. to drive a boat for that moment or whatever. I, maybe I will again another time, or maybe I didn't have enough cocktails in me. Who knows? Or maybe I didn't have had too many. Yeah. I don't know. One of the one of the things. But well, but then the thought of you driving the boat affected your comfort level overall. Yeah. Not for luckily, right. not for very long that day. But yeah. I get what you're saying because right. it does. It does automatically. Yeah. But for not for very long, and I was like, mm, uh, well, I, because you decided not to do that, yeah. so your brain kept you safe. Yeah, and then they are brain. they upset with the fact yeah. I didn't do it? Is he upset with the fact I didn't do it? And then like, why know, not? Or but I mean, that's not that's 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 not for very long. So if you're well, right, and even and I mean, honestly, if he was upset that you didn't want to drive the boat, that dude, relax. Right. First of all, I just <laughs> didn't want to drive your boat. It's your boat. I don't want to wreck it. Whatever. <laughs> My thing is different. If he says, like, you know, hey, will you loan me twenty dollars? And you go, well, I'm not comfortable loaning you twenty dollars. And then he gets upset. Then that's a different exchange, right? Right. It's all yeah, different perspective. Yeah. From the exchange. Um, but I, yeah, this is how much of my comfort level is by making other people upset. And that's why we surround ourselves with relationships a lot of times to make sure that, you know, life, life can be lonely out there. You get tired of your relationship with yourself. You want to interact with other people and you want those interactions to make you feel a certain way better, hopefully better about yourself. That's why you surround people with people with a good relationship, good support group, which I luckily have. It's kept me around for a long time. Um, so, um, yeah, so we surround ourselves with relationships to to make sure that we're bouncing. It also helps us, like kind of like bumpers of bowling, but it's with relationships and ideas from people. Like we're doing it today. Me and you are going back and forth, yeah. trying to line up what I'm actually talking about <laughs> <laughs> with examples and where where we're going with the, the brain aspect. But you surround yourself with people like that that are bumpers to kind of keep you in the middle, so that eventually yeah, you can make the right choice. Yeah, so. yeah, I think that makes perfect sense. Cool. Well, it was a good one. Did you have fun? I did have fun. Yeah, I always have fun with you. Uh, yeah, you do? I like hanging, yeah, I do. I like hanging out with you. I, um, I don't know how all over the place I was, but I think we had a good year. You did, we had a lot of fun today. Um, yeah. I appreciate, as always, everyone listening to the Manic Podcast. I'm part of the Queen City Podcast Network. And I appreciate you stopping by today and taking care of it. Um, had fun with you. And uh, just keep listening. If you have any suggestions on what to talk about, hopefully today was a good one and you enjoyed it. Give us feedback. Um, and once again, just appreciate you. Cheers. <laughs>